Welcome to episode number 36 of Sports Bar Talk. Quick math question for you folks. What's 6 times 6 equals? 36. And that is that is right. We're on the 36th episode of Sports Bar Talk. Lot to get into today. So let's let's start our Pontiac and let's get right into it. This is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house. And we're going to start with the blockbuster trade that went down in the National Football League. And it was, pro- other than Deshaun Watson, probably the second biggest quarterback name on the market. Carson Wentz. Now, it is well documented on this podcast that during the NFL season, I said that Wentz could revitalize his career, potentially. I went, I, During the season when I was trashing the Eagles and whatnot, I wasn't trashing Wentz. I was trashing the coaching and the offensive line. He looked scared out there. Just putting that out there. I'm a big Carson Wentz fan. Carson Wentz, and I had mentioned, I believe the best fit for him would, have been, would be the Indianapolis Colts. Because... Your former the off, offensive coordinator and when Wentz had his near MVP season in 2017 was Frank Wright, who's the current head coach in Indy. Well, yesterday at about 11.50-ish in the morning, not at night, we get the blockbuster trade. The Indian, the Philadelphia Eagles traded Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts. This is a great trade for Indianapolis. But this is a terrible trade for the Eagles. Or at least it has the makings to be a terrible trade. The Eagles had been repeatedly saying on record, or it had been reported, that they wanted... It was either one or two first-round picks back. At least one. They end up getting two second-round picks. So they didn't even get a first-round pick at all out of this. It turns out the Eagles might be... They might be a full-blown wildfire at this point. Forget the dumpster fire. And so the salary cap is going to be at $185 million, reportedly. Or that's what the league had sent to the 32 clubs. And it sounds like... So out of that... The Eagles still are going to have to pay $30 million to Carson Wentz. So, the Eagles don't even really get to... They still... It's just a hot mess there in Philadelphia, okay? Even with a new coach, it's still a hot mess. And it might be... Doug was definitely part of the problem, but he's gone. Maybe the bigger problem might be Jeff Lurie, the owner, and Howie Roseman, the general manager. I mean... They gave Wentz that extension after his MVP season, even though he was on a torn ACL. So, who knows? I mean... Now, the these two picks, I believe, do have a chance to become first-round picks. It's an incentive, I believe, to how, how much Wentz can play and how successful he is this season, Indy. By the way... One of the picks was a third rounder, so a third round and a second round pick. My mistake. Uh, the Eagles get the 85th pick in this year's draft. For that to become a first round pick, 
Wentz needs to play at least 75% of the Colts' offensive snaps for the 2022 conditional pick to be a first-rounder. So, there you go. The conditional second-round pick can become a that. There's also another way that could become a first-round pick. If Wentz plays at least 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, which there's a good possibility the Colts can make the playoffs. But that could very well, I could easily see this turning in, as long as you keep Wentz healthy. He's going to have a much better offensive line than he had in Philly, I'll tell you that. And he's going to have a lot better receivers. I don't think in terms of the Colts' chances to win, reach the Super Bowl, it changes their aspect of making the Super Bowl that much, but it does give them a much better chance at being the favorites to win the AFC South next season. And potentially the AFC Championship game. I don't think that'll happen, but I could easily see the Colts maybe potentially making as an outlier to make the AFC Championship game against either Kansas City, Buffalo, or, yes, I'm going to say it, the Cleveland Browns. So, Carson Wentz is an Indianapolis Colt. He is reunited with Frank Wright. He's a man of faith. His coach is a man of faith. So, it's a match made in heaven. And Wentz is actually going to be closer to where he went to college at North Dakota State. Speaking of North Dakota State, quick little side note. They begin their football season this week with Trey Lance at quarterback, who's projected to be a first-round pick at quarterback. I'm hearing that maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers might draft him. Who knows? But that's a little side note. That game, they're playing the Youngstown State Penguins, free 30. If you have an ESPN Plus subscription, you can go check that game out. Free 30 on Sunday. The best part about, by the way, having these FCS games um, going on, there are two games tonight. I believe most of these games will be on ESPN+. Plus. Two games tonight. You got a whole slew of games tomorrow. And then there's a couple games on Sunday because there's no NFL going on Sunday, so you, you might as well be able to get some of these games in on Sundays. Just great thinking there as well. All right. Next sport, because we, we, I, I want to spend a little time on the Wentz trade. I just spent too much time on the Wentz trade than I had anticipated. But I believe that that was important. We had to get off, get it out there. Wentz is traded. He, the monkey's off his back. He'll go bowl out now in Indianapolis. And for Philly, it's Jalen Hurts' time now. And I think Jalen Hurts is much better than Wentz. He was, they got the mobile quarterback. That O-line is terrible, and but... Hurts can maneuver and scramble nice. So, the NBA now. And I'm sure you've heard there is going to be an All-Star game in Atlanta at the State Farm Center where the Hawks play their ball. Now, the starters did get announced. I'm not going to talk about that. Even because this podcast, would I could talk I could spend a whole episode on why Damian Lillard should be an all-star starter instead of Luka Doncic. But I'm not going I'm not going to talk about that. My big question is why are we even having an all-star game? I mean, we're in the midst of a global pandemic. You're traveling essentially the whole league into one city. What if like god forbid Steph Curry tests positive? The whole league's going to have to shut down. And on top of that, LeBron James from the Lakers and from the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 
have expressed that they don't want to play in an all-star game. And it just it does not make sense on the The MLB didn't play their all-star game. NFL didn't have their Pro Bowl. It looks like the NHL won't play their all-star game. Why does the NBA want to do it? To give us joy in our lives? We've got joy every night with these games on. Yes, I like the all-star break. Give these guys a little break. But why do we even need to have an all-star game? And, you know, why? It's money. Adam Silver went on TNT last night to talk about, you know... Uh, why we're having it and whatnot, and the format and whatnot, and why Atlanta... The, side note, the reason for Atlanta, Turner Sports is broadcasting the game, and instead of having to make Turner travel, all their people that were working on the game to a city, it would be much easier for them. They could just stay where they are in Atlanta, and so that just logistically, Atlanta was the right spot, even though they could have gone with a more centralized place, like in Indianapolis or something like that. But why? He said... It's about the tradition. The All-Star game is such a tradition we have to keep. Oh, give me a break. You can you can give away from tradition for a year. You can break away from tradition for a year. You know what it is? It's all about the money that the league will rack up. Now, they are giving some of that back to charity, but still, it's all about money and whatnot. It's just, it, uh, there's no need for an All-Star game. If we want to see an All-Star game so bad, we can go and play 2K with the All-Star teams. We don't need to have one this year. We just don't. We don't. It's just... Now, it's March 6th. Will I watch it? Yes, I will. 1,000%. But do I think it... But when I'm watching it, will I think it should be... This should be really be going on? Absolutely. I, I There's no... I love the All-Star game. And I'm sure I'll love it when I'm watching it. But uh, during a global pandemic... Why? Why? Just why? Okay, NBA talk done. Let's move to the uh, collegiate side of basketball. We are getting close to March Madness. By the way, sounds like there will be limited a number of fans in the stands in addition to the uh, parents and families of the players. About 25% capacity will be at all the four rounds of the March Madness basketball tournament, which begins March 18th with the first four. So we still got a month to go, but we are now into that time where we heat up the talk about who's going to be in the bubble. Uh, bubble, Not the bubble for, like, NBA bubble. We're talking about the bubble. Who's on the bubble to make the tournament? And this year's March Madness will definitely look a lot different because there's a very good chance Duke won't make the tournament. There's a very good chance Michigan State won't make the tournament. And there's a very good chance Kentucky won't make the tournament. That is free blue bloods, blue bloods there. Who would I ma- Michigan State might, might not make the tournament. Kansas, I know I said one of those two teams twice, so I had to say both of them. Kansas looks like they're trending in the right direction, though. Michigan, for Michigan State... Uh, Duke and Kentucky, they're going to have to win their conference tournament. It's And that's a possibility for Duke. They can certainly play their best basketball late. They have a big game uh, Saturday night against Virginia on uh, ESPN at 8 o'clock. Michigan State, they'll probably just have... They're going to have to win the conference. Um, 
the Big Ten, and Kansas will probably have to win the Big 12. Or Kentucky, excuse me, not to win the SEC. Kansas and North Carolina are the other teams right now that are kind of on the bubble. They look like they're trending in the right direction that they should be able to get an automatic to get in at, with an at-large bid. North Carolina, they could easily do it if they beat Duke the final weekend of the regular season. So that's that. You also have you have Ohio State who is doing now really well. They're the number four ranked team in the country. Michigan's number five, and they so top five matchup this Sunday, by the way, on CBS. I believe the game's at one o'clock. Big game, big game. But in terms of why we're seeing Duke and all these major powerhouse college basketball teams who are normally dominant and are always seems like every year these. T- the, the Dukes and the Kentuckys and Michigan State, they're either the one or the two seed. It just seems like it every year. And the reason I've heard from many insiders in the, bas- in the college basketball business as to why we're not seeing these teams uh, do so well this year and not making the tournament is due to the pandemic. And now, certainly the gameplay and maybe not having fans in their home stadiums has something to do with it. Certainly, I know, especially probably at Cameron Indoor, they're not even having fans for their games. So that probably has something to do with it. But more, but in college football, Ohio State, they went undefeated. They didn't have fans for, like, their whole season. So, but the reason, I believe, most insiders say, these coaches, due to the pandemic, the practice time has been cut drastically. They, they're getting a shorter limit of how long they can practice in a day. And so the practice times are cut. And so that is so these coaches really aren't getting their full amount of practice that they need to get in to play well every game. Now, Duke has looked very good in some games. Like they blew out NC State, but NC State is normally good. They aren't all that good this year either. They did blow out Wake Forest on Wednesday. But it's Wake Forest. They're not really all that good at basketball. They they lost a close game to North Carolina. But so we'll see. And they lost to Pitt too. Pitt's been really good this year. You could easily say they're in, they're on the bubble. We'll see. But so we'll see there. Uh, that's college basketball. We're gonna hammer more college basketball um, as we get. As well with bubble watch and right and whatnot. Real quick, Australian Open. We have championship weekend going on. Naomi Osaka, of course, defeated Serena Williams in straight sets in the semis. She will take on. Let me pull it up real quick. That was the men's. Jennifer Brady from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. The Susquehanna Valley, the 717, has someone in the championship match of a major tennis tournament. Oh my. Now we'll see. Brady is ranked number 22nd in the world. Osaka is ranked number 3rd. On the men's side, Novak Djokovic is back in the Aussie Open final. Back in a Grand Slam final. And boy, does that feel good to say after he defaulted back in the summertime there in flushing. Taking on the Russian, Daniil Medvedev. I do love watching Medvedev play a little bit, but I got to rep with my guy Joker, Novak Djokovic. Now, the uh, if you're brave enough, 
these matches, the women's matches tonight, and the men's matches tomorrow night, but they're at 3.30 in the morning. I don't think I'll be getting up to watch them. I just don't think so. Uh, someday, I'm going to stay up if Novak's in the final and he's playing like Federer or Nadal one more time. Someday, that'll happen. All right. And then on the PGA Tour side, they're at Riviera in L.A. Sam Burns is your current leader right now at 12 under. Uh, it's a loaded field. Spieth's there. Johnson's there. Dustin Johnson's there. Yeah, John Rahm there. Um, but right now, Spieth is 6 under par at the end of his second round. We'll see if 12 under will still be the number by the time he's done. By the time the second round concludes. He's tied for 4th. Right now. Alright, food of the week. I hadn't even thought of a food of the week. So, the uh, food of the week this week. We'll just do a restaurant. Uh, we will do... Oh my, what food shall we do? We're just going to do your run-of-the-mill. We're going to do friendlies because they got everything. They got the great ice cream. They've got really good sandwiches. I love their tuna melt. I love their chicken quesadilla appetizer. Delicious with the nice, delicate sour cream. They make some good onion rings. They have regular french fries. They got waffle fries. They got loaded waffle fries. They have fried clams. Well, in fact, I had fried clams one time, and then I think I got food poisoning from them and threw up. But that was not at Friendly's. That was at another restaurant. Uh, They have really good fish and chips, chicken tenders. You can't go wrong with friendlies. And they did have a song back when they aired commercials. I want to go to friendlies. So I love their their ice cream's good. I've actually thought about door dashing a milkshake from them. But it's kind of cold out and there's snow on the ground here. So I might wait to do that. They call them fribbles. Um, they're milkshakes. So <laughs> friendlies. Yeah, it's a great... Old classic diner feel, great ice cream. I do love me the cookies and cream sundae. Um, and you can get their quarts and pints of ice cream at your local grocery store. So, yeah. So, that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Sports Bar Talk. Stay safe. Wear your masks, people. Get the vaccine. I got mine on Monday, by the way. Little tired. It honestly felt just like a flu shot. My arm was sore for a couple days. It's better now. I felt tired, though. I had a little sore throat, but I feel better. It's not COVID. I can still taste. I can still smell. I get my second dose the day before March Madness starts, so I'm excited. We're getting back to normal, baby, even if it means we're back to normal by Christmas. We're getting back. Let's go. We can breathe on people almost finally. Stay safe. Wear a mask. My throat hurts from talking like a maniac the past 30 seconds. This is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seats!